0: Join me while I chat with people who've already done it, who've retired to something rather than from something. Let's find out together exactly what's waiting for us when we say goodbye to that nine to five. Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode 137 of Beyond Retirement. Thanks for taking the time to hang out with me today. If you recall, Last week, I was speaking with Eric Bratman, and he talked about how life can be compared to an undergraduate program with activities to be carried out in your freshman, sophomore, junior, and senior years of life in preparation for retirement. And he calls it graduation, not retirement, for very good reason. If you haven't listened to Eric's interview yet, I recommend that you go back and listen to it now, then return to listen to this show. I know, I say that every week, but it's true. I think my short little unpacking episodes, chatting about the ideas of the interviewee from the week before, hold way more value for you if you've listened to the episode that it's based on before hearing me babble about what I thought of the topic. But it's entirely up to you, of course. You're the listener, and the way you listen is all about you. So, as I mentioned, Eric says we shouldn't be retiring, but rather graduating after we finish off all the prerequisite activities as we go through our life. One reason he gives for not using the term retire is that the British-English definition of to retire means to go to bed, and that's hardly what we're going to do when we finish working, right? At least, by this point in the podcast, you should have developed the basic understanding that I'm a huge proponent of going out and doing something, rather than just sitting back with your feet up for the next 20 or 30 years. Of course, if sitting back with your feet up is what you want to do, then that's perfectly okay. After all, it's your life. You've done what needs to be done for the number of years you needed to do it, and now it's time to do what you want to do. And I'm certainly not going to try to tell you what that is. First of all, I want to quickly review how Eric describes the four stages leading up to what he calls graduation. He talked about the freshman years, when you're just getting started. That's when there's usually some debt and you're focused on cash flow, maybe trying to figure out how to get a job that has some employee benefits, that sort of thing. Then come your sophomore years, when you're starting to settle down a bit, maybe get married, have a family, you're looking for a house. Finances are important here, of course, as they are throughout your life, but you're still just getting started. In your junior years, you've hit your peak earning time. You're paying taxes at probably the highest rate you'll see, You've got little spare time for other things, life is busy, and you're starting to think about what comes next. Then your senior years come along. You're thinking about estate planning, whether you're going to get any government or work pensions, when they might start, what you need to do to get them activated. And most important, you're thinking about what comes next. This is a stage of life where you start to think about what your purpose is. Is there some sort of legacy you can leave for your family or for others? I find it really interesting that this is a topic that comes up a lot in my conversations with my guests and with people in general when we talk about our future. It's almost like we hit the point when we realize we're not going to be here forever and suddenly we feel the need to be remembered. Or maybe it's not really the need to be remembered so much as the desire to do something that we feel is beneficial to people coming after us. We want to leave a legacy, something that will make the world, or at least a small part of it, a better place. It's something I spend a lot of time thinking about. I don't mean I'm spending hours pondering how I might be remembered, but I'm spending a lot of time wondering what my purpose is. Why have I been here for so many years? What have I accomplished? What do I have to show for my time on earth? I think this is something that a lot of people think about as they get older. At least, A lot of the financial planners that I've spoken to say that it seems to be on the minds of many of their clients when they're talking about what to do with their savings. I'm happy to hear that I'm not alone in these thoughts, but knowing that others think about it too doesn't really help me figure out the answers. I've never thought of myself as being in the category of people who have funds set aside to leave scholarships or bursaries for deserving students studying certain subjects or attending certain post-secondary institutions. When I think of leaving money for scholarships, I think of it needing to be hundreds of thousands of dollars, but I guess it doesn't have to be a huge sum of money. I remember in high school, a lot of the bursaries that were awarded were for $50 or less. Setting up something to give one of those each year wouldn't necessarily be a hardship, and it could be set for a finite period of time, I suppose, like $100 each year for the next 25 or 50 years. I know people help individuals set up such things. Another suggestion that Eric made that I think is kind of neat is the idea of a digital history of your life. I guess this is something we all do now that we spend so much time online, but the idea of doing it purposefully is interesting. I've seen and heard ads for companies that help you create digital records of your life, or whatever pieces of your life you wish to memorialize. Having these mementos to look at in later years is something I wish I could experience for my parents' lives. Some of the companies have prompts that help you decide what to say or do or put into the digital history. One option that I heard about on an ad in another podcast is a monthly email that asks you questions and then you answer either in written or audio form to keep a bit of a diary of what's going on and who you are. I think this would be great for generations to come who may not get to know you or even meet you while you're alive. This is your chance to put together all your hopes and dreams and maybe have someone else carry them out in the future. Wouldn't that be awesome? Even if you don't get to see it happen, knowing that it's a possibility is kind of cool. At any rate, the idea of preparing for retirement and legacy planning sort of go hand in hand, in my opinion. And I think it's important to at least think about what, if anything, you'll be leaving behind when you shuffle off this mortal coil. So I guess that's all I really wanted to say this week, was that it... The episode with Eric got me thinking about what am I leaving behind? Is there anything important that I can be sharing with other people? And I guess maybe there is. Who knows what's going to be important in the future? Next week, I'm going to be talking with a good friend of mine, Carol Chantal Seguin, who's going to tell us how she helps women build and market their own businesses through her network called WOW, World of Women. And guys, don't be scared off by that title. All the tips she shares are just as valid for you too. See you next week. And that's it for this episode of Beyond Retirement. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. I hope you enjoyed it. Are you ready to start rocking your retirement? Head on over to www.beyondretirement.ca forward slash rocking it and sign up to plan out your own roadmap for retirement. Don't wait till it's too late.